That's right, we are back. Welcome to High Vibrations Only, the place where we're all about inspiration, motivation, and elevation. We want to make you feel good, make you feel like you could take on the world, because guess what, baby? You could take on the world. I am excited today. I don't know if you could tell. I'm always excited, but I'm super excited today because I am honored to have on the show, all right, Arena and Jamie Tyler. Now, let me tell you something. They are a lot of things, entrepreneurs, actors, and most importantly, you know, I, they're one of the people that I look up to when it comes to how to do this love and marriage thing successfully. So please join me in welcoming to the show, Arena and Jamie Tyler. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. That's how I was going to ask There it is. Me. Now, listen, welcome to the show, guys. Um, you know, I was saying that I'm very big on all things love, marriage, just in general, but most specifically black love. But before we get into that, we're going to do a toast because that's what we like to do on the show. Yes, sir. Grab a glass. This is a toast to more life, more health, and more wealth. Thank Amen. You. Amen. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> That's my kind of toast. That was good. Indeed. Indeed. But um, I was saying that I'm a fan of all things marriage, love, and we met because I produced a show, Couch Party and ARN. You guys were on there, and you won, okay? Um, and I looked at, there was something you said, um, Jamie. Um, you were, like, the, the host was saying that you guys were married 25 years. You said, no, don't short, don't, don't short me. We were married 27. And a half. <laughs> and a half. 27 and a half. Um, and I was thinking to myself, man, that is crazy. Like, you, and you said that you guys have been together, like, 30 years, married 27. Um before we get into a lot of stuff, I want to know, first of all, you, I'm sure you've told the story too many times, but you haven't told it to me. So how did you guys meet? Um, so we met, we used to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, teenagers. Um, well, very, I was, very I young. was 20. Well, was I was 19. 19. Okay. Um, just coming into the government. Yeah. Uh, I was actually in a relationship with right. my daughter, my oldest daughter, okay. uh, Brittany's dad. All right. Um, and, you know, he was young. Yeah. So he had plenty of friends yeah. <laughs> as well. And um, one of our coworkers actually um, kind of connected us and kind of hooked us up to go on a lunch date. Mm. And um, we went on a lunch date together and we had great conversation. Yeah. We hit it off. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let me tell you. <laughs> Trying to make he said, wait a version. minute. He's a long you, version. No, you missing the point. What's the point? First of all, she ignored me for I was going to cut that out. <laughs> and she didn't like light-skinned guys. See? She, so I was persistent. I was going right. over that. Well, he need to know that. Wait, you were persistent for how long? Man. For months, you said. Man, it, took, it probably was months. Yeah. But see, the key word is... That's why I started off. I was in a relationship with Britney's dad. Yeah. So that's why it took so long. Yeah. Because I was in a relationship. Right. So, but again, like he said, he was very persistent. Yeah. Uh, flowers, gifts, good morning, beautiful, all that kind of stuff played a part. In, yeah. 
you know, and a nice looking guy. Yeah. But I, again, I was in a relationship at the time. Right. But let me ask you this, though, because a lot of times people say, is that always a good thing? Like when someone is persistent like that, because sometimes I feel like, like, at what point do you know to be persistent? Because if she's not responding for like months, mm-hmm. some people might say, well, you know, move on. Like what made you say, you know what? It's something there. I think. Of course, like she said, I had female friends. Yeah. No problem with that. But I think once we connected and we started hitting it off a little bit, and then it stopped. Yeah. And that feeling I had when it stopped showed me this wasn't normal. Mm. It wasn't like the other one. I'm like, all right, bye. It wasn't like uh, any other female. Mm-hmm. It was like next mm-hmm. for them. And then this one was like, ah. I don't, I don't feel right. Like, that whip appeal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just, um, you know, of course I saw it every day at work. Yeah. So did, and then when we kind of went our separate ways, it was like, you know, I, just, I was just in a bad place. And then I was like, then she can say how she came back and then mm. we never looked back. Wow. How did you get back? Yeah. How did you ask about to say, like, how did you? So, um, like I said, we were, we started conversating on the phone all the mm-hmm. time. Going to lunch while we were at work. Yeah. He was my, what you call it, work husband. Yeah. <laughs> and we just built this strong relationship. And I like, I, 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 I'm not going to say I fell in love with him, but I really, really liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Brittany's dad, um, he is a good guy. Okay. So I didn't have any problems with him. It's just yeah. that I started to really like Jamie. Wow. And... Um, just how he was feeling, I was feeling the same. Mm. And um, what I mean, what you mean, like he the was, butterflies, okay, that young love, yeah. You know, you feeling good. You when you see this person, you just feel good. You yeah, they complimenting you. Yeah, I wasn't really getting that in that other relationship. Jamie mm-hmm. was just making me feel really good. Yeah, you know, and like I said, the butterflies, you that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you see somebody or you you're waiting for that phone call, yeah. or you're waiting to see that person. Come to your desk because we yeah. work together. Right. Um, I kind of initiated the breakup with Britney's dad just Ooh. to go be with him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And these beeper days. Sheesh. Original oh, yeah, cell had. phone days. This is the early 90s. Yeah. We had codes and special codes. Yeah, you lot. know, like, because I had a beep. Did I have a, I had a beeper too, right? No. I had one. Yeah, you had one. So he had a special code for me. Yeah. You know, I love you. It was a number code or something. Yeah. And I miss you. It was a different code. Call yeah. me. It was a different code. Yeah. You know, we had everything all down packed. I mean, wow. and people at work, they were all in our business. Oh, wow. You know, they were like, oh, they so cute. Because we yeah. were so young. Yeah. And um, it's like our whole entire relationship played out at work because yeah. we were in the government you know, for many years, they watched us grow up, but they also watched our relationship blossom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. then got married and started having kids. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. It's a lot it, of people who it, followed us. Yeah, it's amazing, way. man, because I, I think about that. The other day I was I was um, talking to a friend of mine, um, and she was talking about her parents. She was saying that they've been together so long, and you know what I'm saying? Like, she used a, a term. She said... You know, they're no longer together because they grew apart. Mm. You know what I mean? And I, I wonder, like, for you guys been together 30, married 27 and a half, um, like, 
do you really think that that's possible for people to grow apart? What does that really mean? Because yes. I can't even wrap my mind around people. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I've heard stories of people married 10, 20 years, and it's like growing apart. I don't understand that. What, what are your, your, your thoughts I've on that? I've heard of that, too, and okay. I can see that happening. But for us, we grew together. Yeah. You know, we've always had that same ambition, the same drive. We always yeah. wanted the same thing. Yeah. You know, so we grew together. He you know, helped me out with my, you know, business ven- um, ventures. Mm. And he was very supportive. I've been supportive of everything he's done. Yeah. From day one. Yeah. You know, so we grew together. Yeah. You know, but I can also mm-hmm. see when people say I grew apart. Yeah. Like, they're new, you know, that the things that they want in life mm-hmm. are, di- are totally different from what their spouses yeah. or the significant others want. Yeah. And then they start doing things separately mm. and they grow apart. Yeah. You know, they're not including each other. Yeah. You know, they're doing, like you said, doing things separately. He's over there doing interviews or doing business ventures alone. Yeah. And she's got some other great ideas and she's yeah. over there doing her own thing. Yeah. And yeah. you start to grow apart. And then yeah. you start meeting both people on this side and he's meeting people on this yeah. side. And next thing you know, that relationship is over. I love that because, you know, I, like I was saying off, off camera, offline, that, um, you know, I'm about all things love and marriage, but it's like, I'm currently single, never been married, and I hope to get married one day, and I want to do it one time to one person for the rest of my life. So this season of my life is about surrounding myself with people such as yourselves that have done marriage successfully so I can glean from you. I can learn from you, right? Mm -hmm. So um, in 30 years of being together, um, I was watching a skit that you guys did. It was like, it was it was two of them that I really liked. One was when you were in bed. It's like year one, he comes and smooches and everything. Year two, and then year three, I got the dog on the bed, and it was just like fist bumps. You know what I mean? And then the, <laughs> the second one was year one. You smacked her. She was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Then you know she runs up. Year two is kind of, but like year like five is like, oh, what you, what are you doing? <laughs> so it's kind of like these various stages. It's almost like the challenge is to keep the spark. And my question to you guys is if you can share maybe three to five, you know, top five things that you guys would recommend for, you know, having been together this long, what would you say as far as top five secrets that you guys have been together this long? Uh, one of mine, we can take turn. One of mine of course, she she know we we date each other. Yeah, we're, we're inseparable. You see me, you see her. Nine's out nine times out of ten, we're together yeah. at every function we out of ten. And yeah. that's I just she just don't want to go. Yeah, and I just got to show my face for us. Yeah. Um. So we date each other. Okay. A lot, mm. like three, two, three days a week. Yeah. Um. We and, were, we actually we were having a conversation not too long ago, and this is something that he brought up. Uh huh. And you know, some of our friends noticed as well. Jamie and I are a brand together. Mm. You know, it's very rare that we'll get a call where say, "I want Irena." Wow. Just Irena, or I want Jamie. Very rare. Was that when, intentional? How, how did you? How would you say you Because when we're like he said, we're always together. Mm-hmm. So when we're out, we're stepping out. We're looking good. You know. Um, you know, we're at events together. We're 
we're together and we're representing the Tyler, Jamie and Raina Tyler. Yeah. So people put us together all the time. Yeah. So when people call us, they say, we want Jamie and Raina to do an interview. We want Jamie and Raina. I mean, we were just asked to be at Ubiquitous. Yeah, which I, is saw a I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. A women yeah. expo. Yeah. You know, for women to shop and, you know, um, mingle and, you know, hear panelists. But again, because we're a brand, I want Jamie Raina to represent and be at this event as well. Yeah. Um, so that's important too. Um, you know, we're together, you know, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like he said, like he said, if it's, I'm sick or if I had something else going on, he normally will go out and represent for us both. But mm. nine times out of ten, people see us as Jamie and Raina Top. Right. Okay. Not just singling us out separately. Yeah. Um, like he said, the dating um works as well. Because yeah. I know when people first get into a relationship, yeah. You know, they date each other. They're so excited and happy to see each other. And then things start to die down. Mm. And then they hang, he's hanging out with his boys, and yeah. she's going out with her girls. I can't mm. even tell you when I've been on a girl's trip. Wow. I love going out with my husband. We wow. enjoy each other. And people probably would be like, girl, you would have fun with your girls. But yeah. me and my husband have a great time. Yeah. And we don't have to be with other couples. We can go just... Him and I alone. Yeah. And we'll have an amazing time. Yeah. Together. Yeah. You know, and a lot of relationships aren't like that. Yeah. I was about to say, because sometimes some people say it's important for you to have your, your alone time, regardless right. of the fact that you're and married. And I have my alone time. Okay. You know, I go get my nails and stuff done. I work yeah. out by myself. But when I want to go out with my husband, I have, it's no pressure. Yeah. But I love hanging with my husband, even yeah. when we're at parties, events, going on vacation, but a lot of people don't feel like that. Mm. A lot of people do want to have a long time. I got to yeah. get away from my husband. I'm tired. I'm <laughs> I never feel that way. <laughs> yeah. And it's been 30 years. We wow. have a great time together. Um, and that's rare. Yeah. You know, especially when we've been together this long. Okay. And another thing I too, for women, he can come in next. Mm -hmm. I think appearance matters too. Mm. I don't like when couples been together so long and they just let themselves just... So Date each other, keep up the, the appearance. Like how you, how hot you was looking when y'all got yeah, together. You need keep, to stay like that. Okay. Um, I can say we've been looking like this since we met each other. Mm. You know, I mean, we're yeah. aging. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, yeah. but he works out. I work out. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit home and eat up everything while yeah. he's at the gym working mm. out, getting buff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we motivate each other. Yeah. You know, you going to run today? Well, you going to run today? You going to yeah. work out? You know, we like style. We like to look good. We like to go out and look nice. Yeah. That's why we get a lot of attention on us because we're a stylish couple. We're yes. a nice looking couple. Yes. We're very humble. We're very friendly. We're yeah. pleasant, you know, and we're the same. Okay. It's not one different from the other. All right. You know, they can speak highly of me just like they speak highly of him. Yeah. So I would say, you know, <laughs> All right. don't let yourself just slip. You All know? right. <laughs> All right, give give me two, three more or something, cause that's two. Um, I would say support supporting each other's okay. dreams. Um, I'm big on watching people win, whether it's my wife or peers, anybody, you, him. Yeah. Like I'm 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 called the plug, cause I can touch so many people. Yes. To do anything. We we get into that, cause you do a lot. We're yeah. gonna get into that. Yeah. So uh, I think you gotta support your spouse. Okay. And I mean, even if. They sound crazy because most <laughs> most geniuses start off sounding crazy. Then you're like, I know that's right. Think of that. <laughs> so and she'll tell you she's been with me day one. I've been throwing parties for two decades. Wow. 
at, at different levels, though. Yeah. But the highest level was when social media came in my life. Yeah. And, of course, with, you know, my vision was, I'm like, I want to be in Cap with Verizon Center back yeah. then. And, and I want to sell this joint on. That's where yeah. I was at 15 years ago. Mm. So, you know, I've been pr- done pretty well, some yeah. amazing events, and she's been right beside me. Mm. Anything she's wanted to put herself into, whether I liked it or not, yeah, all support. Yeah. So I think to have this longevity, you have to support your, mm. your other half's dreams and yeah. aspirations. Yeah. Wow. Now, you, you're a mom of three kids. Um, and you guys are on the Love and Mary DC. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, you know, I was just saying to my producer, like, I watched the episode of Love and Marriage DC, the intervention. Mm-hmm. And it was Brittany, the one that Brittany got you guys together right. and let's, yeah. let's have, this, have this conversation. And it was such an emotional scene to watch, you know, and there were so many things that stood out for me as I watched that, right? Which I kind of want you, Jamie, to touch on. Um, just that bond with your son, like that father-son relationship and you making that effort to, to have that conversation. I want you to speak to how important that is, you know, for fathers, especially black fathers. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a tough scene. Yeah. You know, a lot of people had their opinions on reality TV. Yeah. Like, I didn't sign up to be an actor. Yeah. And I told the producers, like, I'm not talking to him no more without mm. a, 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 a therapist. Yeah. At this point. It, yeah. it was that bad. Yeah. And that scene, when it, the season kicked off in the hallway, like, cameras aside, Mike, like, I'm like, stop playing with me yeah. for, for this shit. Like, yeah. it, it was really about to go down. Yeah. And... You know, of course, I wouldn't have went out in the hallway and talked to him. No I was done with the shit after yeah. the uh, balcony. Yeah. And then they was like, go talk to him. And y'all don't see it all, but it was more heated than what y'all even saw. Mm. It, it, it was it was bad. So, yeah. of course, they like, and you got to keep filming. Yeah. And I'm like, we need, we need somebody professional at this point. Because I love my son, but... You know, you know, I'm a retired police officer. Of course. So 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. In one week. Yeah. I need all mine. 25. <laughs> I did. I did seven more days. <laughs> 25 years in one week. Yeah. yeah. I did seven extra. In five hours. <laughs> now I, I, I speak when I speak on him. It was from a dad at yeah. law enforcement. Yeah. Like I've seen a lot. You got to think 97. Yeah. How old you were in 97? I was a rookie. A yeah. Rookie. Seven years, I was seven. <laughs> so you know what the world was like yeah. back then. So I've seen so many young black males go down that rabbit hole of yeah. death or jail. Yeah. And all I've ever done was try to protect him from that, mm. all from day one, because I, I was doing it his whole entire life, and he just kept going towards it. Mm. And that was the struggle we were having. It was yeah. Tough for me. It was tough on us, because mm-hmm. you know the mother love gonna be one way, and I'm like, yeah. look. And we would get into arguments all yeah. the time because, you know, I would say, well, don't be so hard on him. Yeah. You know, because um, I'm sure you said you watched the show. Yeah, I did. You know, he was saying things as far as like, you know, I want to, you know, I don't want to live anymore. Yeah. You know, he was mentioning things like that. So I would always tiptoe around, you know, conversations with him or try not to be so mean or hard 
Whereas the dad, you know, he's not going to tiptoe. You know, yeah. he's going to say what he needs to say because he's upset with him. And I'm like, oh, no, because I'm scared he might do something to himself, you know. So we struggled with that as well. And he would get upset with me like, no, enough of that baby in him. You coddling him. The whole family coddling him. He needs to grow up. He's almost 30, you know. So we will get into numerous you know, arguments about just the kids and how we, you know, you know, bring them up and. And it's I, just a lot. I will also say, based on what she said, from my expertise in law mm -hmm. enforcement, and I'm not saying 100%, yeah. but I knew 90% people who wanted to hurt themselves, they uh -huh. ain't telling you. Mm -hmm. Nine times 10, they not telling you. Yeah. I've been on, I did homicide. Yeah. I've worked suicides. Yeah. And these people are going through what they're going through, and then you get a note, or you yeah. get a message, yeah. and it's done. Mm -hmm. And they like, I would have never known. Like, but when they're doing that, from my expertise, and that's when I, when I was reacting to his stuff, dealing with him, I was part dad, part police. I was like, look, if he want her himself, there's nothing none of us could do. Mm. He's a grown man. He can, he can get where he need to go. Yeah. It's, there's no way in the world I can stop him. I can pray for him and pray and you know, put him in front of a therapist. But at the end of the day, he might be good right then and there. And as soon as he leaves, he... Go do what he gonna do, and yeah. I and I worked those scenes for years. Yeah, and the people on our cast who had all these opinions, they haven't done that. Mm -hmm. So don't tell me how to deal with my own child. Yeah. I'm I'm telling you, yeah. he's looking for attention, and that's what I said in the show. I yeah. said because the stuff he was mad at wasn't like life ending stuff. It was yeah. you don't have a job, yeah. but why don't you? Yeah. You're not looking for one. Yeah, and you don't have no money. Okay, why don't you? Because you don't have no job. Yeah. but you want us to. You know, oh my God! Now he don't want to be here, so give him some money or do this or do that. And I was like, you don't, you don't see this pattern? Yeah. When he's mad at his girlfriend. Yeah. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Then we hear from her. He's talking about him. Why? Because yeah. whatever he did wrong. Mm -hmm. So I, it was like a pattern of when something happened right then and there. It was, oh, let me say this. Yeah. And that's what I was speaking on when yeah. I spoke on that topic. Yeah. Because I think sometimes it, it's hard to for some fathers to walk that line between you know, they call it tough love, but, like, you, you don't also don't want to push the child away. I think it's a very kind of tricky situation. How, how do you do that? Because it seemed like you did that successfully well, um, in that particular, yeah. It's tough, man. Like, I, I tell you it all the time, there's no manual on being a parent. Yeah. Um, it's all on the fly. And, and, and thank God I did have experience in that field of law enforcement where I dealt with families and, people as individuals, so I could, I could see that, I, like, I've seen this before. Yeah. I know what you're going through. And I would try pep them, pep talk them, like, come on, man. Like, let's go. Yeah. Like, you know, we don't do that. You got my blood, my name. We don't do that. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Yeah. And I was always like that, trying to coach him up. Like, come on, man. And then, you know, she has her place, how she dealt with it. But me as the dad, it's like, like, my father was way tougher than this. Like, yeah. You wouldn't even survive the 80s. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I survived them, so I know this, like, life could be a lot worse. Trust me. I remember the 80s when we were yeah. when you were just poor. You don't have enough. Everybody around you moving and shaking, getting money, and you, you don't have it. Yeah. Like, y'all got phones and computers and this technology. Like, in my brain, there's no way you should not have a job or a hustle or something. Yeah. Like, and that's what I kept saying on the Bible. Like, you got to do something. Yeah. Like, I know everybody. Yeah. I can make a call right now and you'll be working tomorrow. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you don't want to work. Mm. You want that girl to say, nah, it's cool. You stay over here. No. Yeah. And I was like, don't don't tell me what she's saying because I'm your father. I don't want to yeah. I see what you're doing. You're not doing nothing. Yeah. And that's why we you know, had that blow up. And that's, that's amazing because from what you just said, I see fatherhood, like your father, and then you passing on the same mm-hmm. thing, which is something I've always said that I believe in family because the strength of every society is in the family. You know what I mean? Um, and it was such a beautiful thing to see. And I was watching that, and I kept asking myself, what made you guys say, first of all, how did you get involved with the show, right? Because, okay, cool. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, that journey, okay? <laughs> support, I just said support. How, how did you, how, how did y'all get that call? Like, how, how did I come together? So, Monique Samuels. Yeah. Um, who was actually on season one of Love and Marriage DC. Mm-hmm. She reached out to me um, because actually when Monique was on Potomac, mm-hmm. she wanted me to come in as one of her friends. Okay. So, she was trying to pitch me for Potomac. Mm. Monique ended up leaving Potomac. A couple of months went by, and Carlos King, Kingdom Rain Entertainment, um, reached out to Carlos. I mean, reached out to um, Monique and asked her, um, would she be interested in doing a show in D.C.? At that time, I don't think we knew it was called Love and Marriage D.C. You know, it was just like, you want to do a reality show? I would love to have you on. I need 10 couples that you know of that would be great for the show. She reached out to me, of course. To Jamie, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Jamie was a little bitter with the uh, Potomac Bravo situation, so he wasn't really too fond of us joining a reality show. Yeah, uh, and I told him, I said, "What's well, Oprah Winfrey Network? It couldn't be so bad, yeah. <laughs> you know." And we had a conversation about it, and he was like, "Okay, let's try it out." Yeah, told Monique, "Hey, go ahead and pitch us um, along with you know Ashley and Quicksilver that you know of, yeah. and a few other couples." Yeah. Uh, we met with the executives, um, producers, and they picked us immediately. Wow. And we started filming, what, like three months later? Yeah. It was a quick process. Yeah. 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 You know, as, as I was, I'm always curious about that, man. Like, why would you, because, again, watching that scene, the intervention scene, I keep going back to that because it was such a personal, emotional um, scene. And I was like, man. I don't know if I'd be comfortable like letting the world in to that moment. You know what I mean? And I'm I just wanted to hear from you guys. You know what I'm saying? Why were you comfortable first of all like letting cuz let's face it your mom is on the show. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is you letting the world. This is Oprah Winfrey now for goodness sake into yeah. your, like why did you guys cuz some people might say you know I want my privacy but you said you know nah, let's 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 rock and roll with it. Well, I know Jamie can answer that because He's always said we always needed a show. <laughs> you know, everybody is so interested in what the Tylers are doing. And yeah. we have an interesting family dynamic, yeah. you know, like little Jamie. We got our oldest daughter. My yeah. mom lives with us now. Yeah. So it's entertaining. And then we got Jason, our son, who's blind with a disability. So we have a lot going on in the Tyler household. And we thought it would be interesting just to share with, you know, everyone else. Mm. Um, because people think it's easy. You know, people look at social media and think one thing. and like, oh, look, you know, they have this wonderful life. It's easy. All oh, the kids and the, the wife and the mom, you know, just looking at us like the Huxtables. Yeah. But we want people to know that, you know, we have a lot going on and we yeah. have struggles. You know, we have real things going on um, and it's not easy. Mm. And we know that a lot of people can relate to what we got going on in our family. So mm. we just wanted to share. 
And it's great that we did that because with Jason, a lot of people didn't know about doors. Yeah. So when we had that, you know, show, you know, shown on a show um, that he was actually accepted and what doors was all about and where he was going, you know, their phone was ringing off the hook. And I had a lot of messages saying that, you know, thank you for sharing this. Can you speak on doors for people who's watching this pod who may not be aware of it? Yeah, doors is a a program. It's called Department of Rehabilitation. Um, Jason was born blind. um, So after high school, he was going to public school. And then he actually went to Maryland School for the Blind, which is for, you know, kids with low vision. And once he got at a certain age, he had to go off to a program to get him ready for the workforce. Yeah. You know, independent skills and all that. So we end up, you know, learning more about doors and um, the program that he's in right now through Maryland School for the Blind. And we had to apply for it. Um, At that time, he was still at Maryland School for the Blind. He had not graduated yet. And it was a long process. Mm. Um, You know, it was constant calling and emailing, you know, like, Jason is going to graduate soon. He needs somewhere to go. He can't just sit at home. He needs to start learning how to be independent so we can go out and get him a job. And finally, you know, we got the call, and it was actually during the time of filming. Everything Mm. played out where we were filming. Um, And Jason was ready to go. You know, Jason is a very smart young man. Um, he wants to be independent. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, he's enjoying doors. Um, again, like I said, it's a Department of Rehabilitation program. He's in a program under doors called BISM, which okay. is for um, Blind Industry Services of Maryland. Okay. And it's in Baltimore. Okay. And um, he has his own apartment. He has two roommates. Wow. He travels, um, takes the bus, public transportation to the program that he's in. They, tr- they teach him um, all kinds of life skills, um, wow. cooking. That's amazing. Um, yeah. You know, making things, you know, just getting him ready so he can go out and do things on his own. Yeah. And that's Jamie is really big at that because that's yeah. why he gets so frustrated and upset with the kids when they yeah. don't do the right thing. Yeah. Because he's always saying, well, what if something happened to me and your mom wow. or your grandmother? Yeah. What are you going to do? I want to make sure that you all know what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And, and we don't have to worry. You know, if I get sick or he gets sick, what you going to do? Because you guys depend on us so much and your grandmother, I want to make sure that y'all are going to be okay. Yeah. You know, but Jason, he's doing great. Um, he has at least like maybe three more months yeah. um, before he graduates, but he loves it. Wow. He loves it. That's amazing. So are you, are you, comf- are you okay with the whole, the whole world mm-hmm. being led into your... <laughs> well, initially, that season one, I was still working. Okay. So, of course, you don't see me talking about my career. Yeah. And, you know, I tried to go through season one. <laughs> He's a try. I tried to just cruise through and let her do her thing. Yeah. But no. they came for me. Wow. She came for me. Cass came for me. And I have one of those quick tempers, as you probably see. I, I, yeah. And I'll yeah. say what I feel and do what I feel and. So, with that being said, season two, I was retired. Mm. So, I really was an open book once that happened. Okay. I was cool with the, knowing what I did. And, and the thing with little Jamie, I kind of emphasized that was for him. Because mm-hmm. I said, you need a village. Yeah. You need the world cheering for you. Yeah. And at this point, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. So, we're going to have this conversation in the, in the front of the world. Yeah. And... I told the producers that I said we got to talk to a professional therapist, mm-hmm. and because I'm, I'm not saying I'm right, and yeah. my style may be the problem. Yeah, I'm willing to hear this. He needed to hear from somebody that don't know him from the man to moon. Yeah. 
and, and we'll come to a happy middle. And, and that's kind of what you saw play out. Yeah. But I was definitely through my hands, and I was like, you praising some girl. Yeah. And then you, 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 you on TV, I couldn't say getting high. So I, was, yeah. I had to keep saying his lifestyle. Got it. So, but it was the weed. And I was just like, you sitting up here, you got money for weed, but you asking me to pay your bills? Mm-hmm. Not in a million years. Yeah. And it goes back to what she just said. Like, if somehow, I had a dangerous career. I was in harm's way for 20 years. Yeah. Every day I had to make sure I got home. Yeah. She knew that. And I said, if something happened to me, what are you going to do? You don't even know how to survive out here. Mm-hmm. I said, my dad and my mother and her mother know damn well this girl's going to be taken care of if something happened to any of them. Yeah. They, they know I got it. Yeah. I, and I ain't never looking back. Yeah. But I said, I wouldn't be able to rest knowing something mm-hmm. happened to me at this age. And yeah. you out here just clueless. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, there's something else I want to touch on because, you know, the marriage and the love thing. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this clip that was going around on social media. It was essentially saying that men are not wired to be with one partner. Like, it's not in their nature to do that. Like, monogamy is not realistic. You guys have been together 30 years, married 27 plus. I want you to speak to that, Jamie. Like, what are your thoughts on that? That school of, that, that, I don't, I would call it a misconception, but people have different opinions on it. Like on, so we're going to say on that school of thought that says that men are not wired to be with one person. I mean, (laughs) I mean, I mean, you talking about, I think men go through phases. Okay. So a young man probably not going to do it. Okay. Once they get a little older. Yeah. Slow down a little bit. Once you get my age, yeah, you're done. I mean, yeah. you just you good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying whatever you was trying to do in the early years, you should have did it. I'm 50 now. Yeah, you know I'm at peace. Yeah, uh, we're still in love like yesterday, like day one. Yeah, and um, you know, I mean now you got phones and the internet and this with all this half naked women in your face. Yeah, but I think the risk is not worth the. You know, it's just mm. not worth it. It's like we in a world of exposure. Yeah. It's, nobody's exempt from being exposed. Like, mm. Whether it's for money, for clout, for yeah. likes. You know how the world we live in. Yeah. So why would you even risk it? Mm. You know, and I talk to the boys yeah. and Brittany about just exactly what you're talking about. I say, you want to roll them dice if you want. Mm. You're going to get caught. You're on TV now. <laughs> like you're a target for yeah. the bullshit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a tough world for a man. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> now I, I I would just wanted I just wanted you to say, did you would you gonna ask but no to I that? was gonna say um that was great <laughs> <laughs> great answer <laughs> but no marriage takes work but as you can see on the show I mean not only are we putting the kids out there with mm-hmm. their lives I mean. Our marriage and struggles that we go through. Yeah. We had a, a swallowologist come to the house. Did you see that? I mean, like, who would do that? Like, I was going to get to that. The swallowologist. So it's like, <laughs> wait a minute. We're taking a minute. all kinds of. Well, whose idea was that? Who, who initiated? So it was my idea. <laughs> 
But you know how many people go through that that's been married that long? Oh, man. So I... But I, y'all keep it real. That's, that's the what thing. I, and I right. told him, I said, when we go on the show, season one, before we film season one, I said, yeah. we got to be real. Yeah. I said, because people know when you fake and you don't want to go in there faking. I yeah. said, people going to be able to relate to us because we've been married so long. Yeah. You know, people going to be like, I've been through that. I yeah. mean, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. I mean, we got, I've got many messages saying, oh, shoot, you know. That's true. You know, that's real. Yeah. You know, breaking over swallowologists and, you know, we having these problems too. <laughs> it, it, it was the edits for me. The edits <laughs> were No, so we experienced everything while they were uh, filming. And yeah. The, the camera guys, they just know everything about my business. Right. My business. I just was like, I felt this small. I just wanted to go up to my room when we finished filming. I was like, I am so embarrassed right now. <laughs> but it was your idea. like It was our idea. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you know, like I said, a lot of married couples who've been married as long as we have. Yeah. Experience. And the, the, the wonderful thing about it is that we're trying to correct anything or fix Mm. Or, you know, any problems that we have in our marriage, at least we're taking steps to correct it. Yeah. You know, if we're not having sex often, then we're going to go see somebody and be like, well, what do we need to do to get yeah. that spark back into our marriage yeah. or our sex life? Yeah. You know, we went to the sex store. Yeah. You know, so we're doing things so we don't have to go out here to other people. Got it. You know, we're trying to correct it so that we can come back together and bring the, the, the sparks or the fire back into our to our marriage. That's amazing. Yeah. That was, that was a lot. Yeah, I need to go. If you didn't if you didn't catch it, go rewatch that episode. Yes. That that joint was crazy. It was wild. It was wild. Um it was wild. But you know, I've always I've always said that in order for you to be successfully married, you have to be successfully single. You know? And y'all been in the game so long. And I want you to talk to me, talk to my producer, talk to the single man out there, you know, how can we make sure that we do singleness successfully? Because I think a lot of people miss that, you know, everybody wants to be booed up. Um, but I think that there, there is some virtue and value in that season of singleness because it was something key you said, you know, like you guys wanted the same thing. It's almost like was the soulful connection. It was something about that he was, how he was moving, how he carried himself and how you carried yourself. And I think that's so, because I want you to speak to me, to my producer, to the young single men out there. Like, how can we make sure that this period of our lives, we're moving how we supposed to move? What would you share with us as a word of advice to get us ready? You know, what do we need to do before, you know what I'm saying? Like getting... Like, and, and that relationship and, and a serious relationship yeah i mean i, I pray for you guys yeah i ain't gonna lie and we can't even speak off our experience because we met so young yeah you know, and no but i think, so it, I think it applies then. i think some some of you because again you've been together let me tell you something like i was saying that if you've been together this long i i, I guarantee you it's things that you and some of the stuff you you talked about now mm -hmm. dating each other those are things that are timeless so I, I think that even though it was a different time, I still believe that some of those values still apply to this mm. day. You know, I, I think at single guys today, yeah, I think you have to go ahead and, and enjoy your freedom. Like go travel, okay, go do all this wild stuff your buddy's doing. Talking yeah. about uh, if if you want those internet phone apps and all that. 
Try that. Yeah. Get all that out Get your system. Because yeah. until, <laughs> until you do, yeah. you ain't ready for the one. Wow. Once you find the one, you're not going to want to take that trip. Yeah. That fellow's trip not going to be as important. Yeah. Them apps, delete it. These, these DMs and these liking all these different pages, you like, but until you get it out your system, yeah, it's gonna be there. And yeah. um, I mean, like, I mean, it's, it's I mean, I'm been with her forever, and I, right. it's still yeah. in my face too. But it's just, yeah. it's just a thing. Like, I'm good. Like, yeah. I, I get it now. It's like this shit is bullshit. Yeah. Like nobody, if I was sick tomorrow, mm. would be thinking about me. But yeah. this one. Mm. And we've been through that. Trust me. Yeah. I've been hurt on the job. Been sick. She's been sick. We side by side. Yeah. And you gotta keep that in mind too when you think who you choosing to be your wife. Yeah. Like, is this shit for? Cause she watching me on this app and I'm I look lit. Yeah. Or if something really happened to me, or if my mom or dad got sick, would she mm. be there mm. at the hospital right beside me? Yeah. Yeah. She's known my dad just as long as she know me. Yeah. And my mother. My mom. I knew her mother first. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So this ain't no, you know, you know, no internet shit. Like we we till we die. Yeah. Signed up for. Yeah. You gotta find somebody that's gonna push you and encourage you to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Speak to the ladies. Yeah. Speak. Yeah. Yeah. Because we tell my son the same thing. Because I'm like, if you sitting up here with a girl and she just letting you smoke weed all day and you not getting up going to work like you supposed to and she don't have anything to say. Yeah. Then. Something's wrong with that. Mm. Like, you got to get somebody that's going to be like, why are you sitting here and you should be at work? Yeah. Like, we need wow. to be out here hustling together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't just have somebody that's just going to be sitting there relaxed and you know you're not doing right yeah. and you're not going to succeed. Yeah. You know, you got to have somebody that's going to push you and motivate you, and that's what we do. Yeah. He's been doing that since day one. When I got with him, my credit was terrible. Wow. I had bills that wasn't getting paid. Yeah. You know, my mom kind of really... She spoiled me. Yeah. You know, but she don't say I created I you. But you didn't want no problems. And I didn't say it. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait. But I'm just you saying. You know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, we did. Have but this is what I was talking about. Right, right. But I talk, talk about this shit. all the time right. because he needs, people need to hear this. Yeah. Like, what if I had somebody that was like, oh, don't worry about paying that bill, boo. Let's go out and just go have a drink somewhere. Yeah. You can deal with that later. Oh, yeah. you ain't going to work there. All right, let's just go catch a movie. Don't worry about work. He was like, no, we're gonna, you're going to pay these bills. <sighs> You gonna get on track. Yeah, he's the one that pushed me into At network 20 marketing. Twenty something years old. I and was look, like he that. was the one wow. who pushed Probably me into being a, a business entrepreneur. Yeah. Because my mom retired from the government, mm-hmm. so of course you are gonna kind of follow the footsteps of your parents because that's what you know. My mom did great in the government, and I was like, oh, I want to be in the government, and I want to retire like my mom, yeah. and I want to be her. Yeah. He was the one who said, no, you got more to you you can go out here and be a business owner entrepreneur you're shocked so he's the one pushed me into that world because otherwise if i had somebody else that was like oh yeah get up and go to work for somebody for the rest of your life and then retire yeah you gotta have somebody that's gonna see more in you than you see pretty much Mm. he saw more and he said this is you can do this man and millionaire yeah. In two ye- in a year. Yeah. Based off of him telling me yeah. what I could, I didn't think I had it in me. Yeah. He saw that in me. Yeah. So and you got to find people like that. Let me just piggyback. I said on TV. Yeah. I used the wrong word. Created the boss. Yeah. But they don't show y'all that. Yeah. But I said it in several scenes in the first half. Yeah. Never made TV. Yeah. So I say it again today. <laughs> Created the boss was the wrong choice of words. Mm-hmm. But I supported her 
and nudged her and whatever else words you want to use into that world. And she just told you she made seven figures very yeah. quick. Yeah. And kept going. Not, yeah. Never went back. Kept yeah. going. That's amazing. You know, speaking of credit, you guys got a credit company. Yes. We just we're going we're just gonna slide right in there. You know what I mean? Uh, um, talk about that, man, because you know, being financially knowledgeable is so important and especially in the black community. Um, so talk about your company, what you guys do. But if you can share with Mary Folk like some tips, you know, on how because you know, people have different thoughts on separate accounts, joint accounts, that sort of thing. Like, what have you guys seen that has worked for you successfully when it comes to keeping the finances straightened together? Um, some things that you would recommend. So let's talk right. about the company, okay. and then let's talk about those tips that would help um, married couple. Okay. Um, financially. So the company that we have is called j &E Consultants. Yeah. Um, I do credit repair. Yeah. Um, I work with a lot of lenders. I, like, I work with a lot of realtors and just friends or um, referrals in general who just come to me just want their credit up so they can purchase homes yeah. or whatever they need to do. Um, I consult with them, get them some tips and advice on, you know, what they need to do to help me help them yeah. get their credit scores yeah. up. Um, what I do is I dispute negative accounts on their credit, yeah. um, work with the all three credit bureaus, send out mm. the letters um, to get those negative accounts removed off okay. their credit report. Okay. Um, Every 30 days, I normally go back in and look at their account to see what has been taken off their credit, to see if their scores are going up, um, and just send out letters. Um, I'm pretty much doing the legwork that they could actually do. Mm. Uh, I'm doing the letters on their behalf, but people don't have time for that. Yeah. You know, and the credit bureaus know that. They know people are not going to spend time doing letters every 30 days, sending it out. So they hire people like me. Yeah. Um, but it's been very successful. Um, like I said, I work with a lot of lenders yeah. um, so they can get their clients approved for homes. Yeah. Um, that's been successful. Realtors, yeah. they call me all the time. I got somebody that wants to purchase a home. Their scores are very low, but we want to try to get them in at least six, the mid sixes. Um, that's the normal credit score um, yeah. that you need to at least get approved for get a loan for a okay. home. Okay. Um, so it's been very successful. I've been doing it for at least three to four years. Mm -hmm. Um. And like I said, I just talk to my clients, you know, just tell them they start paying their bills on time. Yeah. I'm never the one that's going to tell them not to stop paying their bill. Yeah. I'm not that type of person, <laughs> even though I'm, you know, trying to get things removed off their credit report. Yeah. But it's things that they did. They wasn't yeah. paying their cards on time. Yeah. They were in default 30, 60 days. Um, I just advise them, like, once I start cleaning up your credit report mm -hmm. and getting these negative accounts removed and get your scores up, now I need you to do what you need to do on your part. Yeah. You know, start paying your bills on time. On time. Let's okay. not go backwards. We're moving forward and try to keep it like that. Mm -hmm. But I know it's hard for a lot of clients because once they start seeing their scores go up, they start getting all this mail. Mm -hmm. Oh, apply for this car. Apply for this car. Or they'll call me and say, oh, my car broke down. You think I can go buy me a new car? The temptation <laughs> sets in when they start yeah. seeing. And I'm yeah. like, no, we still yeah. got work to do. You right. still got things on your credit report that need to come on. Yeah. Um, I know what Jamie and I, when we first got together, um, when we got married, joint accounts. Mm. <laughs> we had a joint account. Okay. And that was so it, bad. Is that net, you, okay, you, I was about to say, like, how you feel about that? Uh -oh. Okay. He could tell but you let that. Let me say it this. was horrible. <laughs> back, in, back in those days, yeah. like, when she told you I was working on her when I got with her, yeah. like, that was why. It was yeah. like, but we, it was so old school. It well, was like, but, put your money and account together, like... We did that, but it just didn't work out. But the problem was, I was, I was, I wanted to pay the bill. So okay. I, once it's in there, I knew I'm gonna pay that mortgage 
I'm gonna pay the car note, whatever. Yeah. And then once we was done with that, you know, it was whatever. Yeah. But I mean, she ain't just get like this. She yeah. been shopping before I left. So <laughs> I had to, that was the problem. So, so, so yeah. I like how he said that. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it on it. So when you say when I was being an a hole yeah. to her, it's like cause we're we're having to this much amount of money, and I know she got shit in her trunk. Yeah, shoes, boxes. So this why I was policing the yeah. accounts. So it got to a point where she, you know, she started making more. Okay. And she was like, "I'm getting off this account." I was like, "Bye, bye." <laughs> okay. And we ain't looked back and since. Back but it again. did. So one might argue that the joint account did work for you know for the time because they helped me for you know, a very short period. Okay. Because my spending habits. Okay. I mean, I was maxing out my own credit cards, yeah. department store cards. Um, money that we had for mortgage or yeah. things, you know, utilities. Yeah. I would go in there, and then when yeah. it was time to pay the bills, it was yeah. like, "Where's the money?" She, yeah. she has not sent a mortgage payment, and we've owned a house since probably '94. Wow, apartments, townhouse, yeah, about he's, three he's or four always, houses, yeah, even rental houses we had. Like yeah. I did all those mortgages. Physically paid. Yeah. I, she, she, if somehow me, she don't even know how to deal with that shit. Wow, is that a good thing? Or a bad thing. It's, I think she would figure it out. She's very sharp, but mm-hmm. it's just something I'm comfortable doing. Because he's always did it. So I was like, you do it. And I'll give him my portion. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's paying all the bills. I mm-hmm. give him my portion, but at the time we had a joint account, the money just went in one pot. Mm-hmm. Right. But now that we have separate ones, he gets his portion, my portion to pay the bill, but he physically does yeah, it. Yeah, I'm the one. Mm-hmm. That. So, so you guys are saying, you know, you, would you recommend the joint account for a married couple right now? I think you could have one, which we have one. Okay. Separate one. And too. then you need, you need your own, for sure. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you how I found out she went backwards when we tried to buy a house. Wow. And our agent was like, I'm taking over your account. Yes. You're not wow. paying. You're not. She you're going to live off us. $200 yeah. in two weeks. Yeah. So let's just say that. <clears throat> If both parties agree, the mm-hmm. joint account is fine. But okay. I will, I personally, based off our experience, will have a separate one as well. Okay. It's almost like you, you can't do anything. Like, he's watching all the transactions. I felt like a kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if I want to go to the store, why I can't go to the store and buy yeah. a shirt or something? So, have your own over here. But also, mm-hmm. if you want one as a joint account for mortgage, utilities, household expenses, that's what I would recommend. Okay. But it did help you, though. It's in it life. did. Yeah. Yeah, but. Because it's interesting that <laughs> you were masking out your car, but you now you're helping people fix their credit. Yeah. It's I just had to a, learn. I had to learn. So I'm, I did, I'm so I did much something. better now. Sure but no, tell them I'm so much better now. Because yeah. I was so careless with money. Now let's just go blow all our money and go shopping or go wow. on a trip. But now I'd be like, well, ain't got to go and, on this trip. And what's crazy is when. She took off in network marketing, and she was getting 30 40 50 a month. Yeah. I was like, this is right. all out. Like, yeah. She was like, no, I ain't spending yeah. my money on that. Right. Yeah. I was like, what? So yeah. I had As to. As you grow. I had to. I was like, right, I get it, I get it. Yeah. yeah you get better financially. That, wow. That's... But see, the good, so another thing about the uh, financial literacy, too, and the yeah. credit repair, um, we actually filmed the scene. It didn't air yet for the second half of the season where I'm kind of like counseling my boys mm. 
because little Jamie wants to buy an apartment. He yeah. wants a car. He wants this. And I'm like, you don't, you only had a job for two days. Yeah. Like, you got to have a job for at least a year or so to prove mm-hmm. that you can hold, maintain or, you know, yeah. sustain a job. Yeah. And your credit scores need to be good. You know, yeah. you got some stuff on your credit. Yeah. And even with Jason, <clears throat> you know, because he got his own bank account now. Yeah. He got his own debit card. He goes yeah. to the grocery store and yeah. does his own thing. So I'm starting them off young early yeah you know so that they'll know what they need to do to prepare so when it's time they'll be fine that's amazing you guys have a lot of businesses i'm looking at the wig yeah you know and and we got we got we gas to get into the wig collection you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um talk about that man like what made you say you know what this this is the next business move for me i want to get into it um and because you know everybody got a wig collection but that did not stop you from saying, I want to do my own thing. And as you talk about that, I mean, you know, drop the website, you know, okay. where we can where we can buy it as well. Because the wig, can we say on fleek, though? Is, do people the do still say fleek. that? But it's popping. It's <laughs> popping. You. you know, so let's talk about the collection. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. So it was long overdue. You know, people yeah. always looked up to me for fashion. Yeah. Style, you know, for many years. Um, I have long hair my natural hair is long but wow. I've always worn like hair pieces sew-ins um I didn't get into the wigs to like later on in life mm-hmm. like not, not too long ago um but I like to switch up yeah I've never been that girl that wore the same style for months yeah. or a month at that he would come home and I would have blonde hair yeah the next day he come home red hair so I've always been a person that's versatile and like the long hair, short hair colors and things like that. Yeah. The girl that um, actually makes my wig, um, her name is Kira. Yeah. Um, I met her when she was 18 um, and she made my first wig. Okay. And she made a couple of wigs after that and people started coming to her and saying, I want my hair like Irina. Mm. I want my wig exactly like hers. I want the part here. You know, it was like they were like being very particular, like this is how I want it, and it's just like hers. They would yeah. bring pictures of me. Yeah. And what is it? Maybe the beginning of like, like maybe middle of last year, mm. we actually sat down, had a conversation, and was like, it's long overdue. We need to yeah. collab, and I need to have my own line because yeah. people are coming to you anyway yeah. to look like me yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. bringing pictures these people don't even know me they're yeah. looking on social media and bringing pictures i saw this girl that's wow. wearing your wigs and i want it just like her that's so crazy. i said i need to have my own collection yeah let me you know pick out the styles that i like um it's only six right now but we're mm. adding more, adding more. Um, okay. but yeah i mean and it's going great mm-hmm. um we filmed a um launch Mm-hmm. Um, on the show, it was the wig launch. Um, I saw the photo shoot. Yeah, we had yeah. the photo shoot. We had the wig launch. Um, yeah. We also filmed a pop up where the ladies can come in and try on wigs because yeah. I was getting a lot of calls and inboxes saying, mm-hmm. "I'm not used to wearing wigs. This will be my first time. I don't okay. know what I'm gonna look like. How do you I put it on? Like, what wow. do I do?" So I said, "Well, I need to do a pop up so that yeah. the ladies can come in and actually try the wigs on. We can show them how to put the wigs on and." You know, to see if the wig looks right. Because some people may like long hair. Short hair may not look right on certain people. It depends. So I did a pop-up as well. And it's been going great. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, y'all need to do, like, do y'all do videos now, like, just showing people each time? So normally when they want to purchase a wig from my collection, Mm -hmm. they have to physically go into the store, in the shop. So Ah. she has a shop. Okay. And she'll show them how to put the wigs on. Yeah. They custom made, so they yeah. custom for that person. Yeah. You know, um, they can add hair, 
They can cut it. They can add color. Um, but she'll show them how to apply the wig. Yeah. Take the wig off, put yeah. the wig back on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, you know, I, I just, I be thinking as you guys are talking, like, you, you got a lot of business going on. You got the, you guys invest in real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you got J&J Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that you said that you're not mm-hmm. an actor, but you, I remember you were saying that you had a movie coming up on BT. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just curious to know, man, like, what are you guys' routine? Like, how do you balance it all, you know, mm-hmm. with the kids and the show and, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? What do you have a routine that you that you go? I, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? It's a you, lot. You know what's funny? <laughs> that question has been asked for decades. Yeah, and I never had the answer. Wow. Because <laughs> I come from a, a place where we just get shit done. Yeah, and, make it and, work. And my drive is, you know, it's unique. You know, hers is unique. Yeah. Like, I, I give my father all credit. He was, you know, I was working at 14. Wow. I had, I and have never stopped since. I had yeah. paper routes. Yeah. Working. I wanted Gucci shit in high school yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. So I you was going to sell crack or you was going to hustle to get it. Yeah. So I had to figure this shit out. Yeah. And it, it went on into my adult life on the police force. As soon as yeah. I got able to what they call certified where you could ride by yourself. I had two part-time jobs. And so she only know me from just grind. Even J and J. I was throwing parties before J and J. Yeah. But oh oh eight I got on Facebook playing around with groups and events and all that. I said, wait a minute. Yeah. Something something new. Yeah. Called J D, my partner. Saw a spot. We liked it. We did a little free event. Mm-hmm. Three hundred people showed up. Mm. Paid a couple dollars. Ran it, ran it a couple weeks straight. And J and J was born. Wow. And you know what the you guys are not actually like realtors, but you invest in properties, is what you're saying. Yes. Talk. What's what's the difference between? So we're not realtors. Um, okay. I never took the exam. Mm-hmm. I did go to school for it, but I I didn't finish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're investors, so we put up the money. Um, we actually have a a, a guy. A, Jamie calls him the money guy. Yeah. So he's like a hard money lender. Yeah. So if we find a distressed property. Um, He'll put up the money, yeah, and we'll kind of split the the profit, yeah. Um, but we just go out, we look for distressed homes, properties yeah. that's just been sitting, yeah. Um, <clears throat> people who owe a lot of taxes, they can't afford to keep up with the payments, foreclosure homes, yeah. We work directly with the owner, okay. So we don't work with realtors, okay. We cut them out. We go okay. straight to the owner. We ask them, do they want to sell a property? They say yes. We'll give them an offer based on the comps in the area. So we don't cheat nobody. You know, we fair. Um, And if they say, yeah, we do quick closing. We'll pay off any taxes that they have, if Mm -hmm. they have any taxes. Um, And normally what we do, sometimes we do wholesale deals too. So we're not doing fix and flip. If we're Mm. not going to fix it and flip it and make a profit ourselves, then we'll do wholesale deals too. And it's, it's pretty much the same. We work with the owner, see if they want to sell it. Yeah. Got, we got our money guy. Um, and then what we do is we'll put it, we'll send it out to an investor. Okay. So once we have the contract with the owner, we'll send it out to an investor and the investor takes over the contract. So we don't have to touch it, but we hmm. still make money off of it as yeah. well. Man. And I'll add this. One thing about us, we know what each other's good at. Yeah. So all that admin stuff and- <laughs> Keeping track of being here today. Yes, yeah. her. Yes, her. Because I'll be like, oh shit. Yeah. I forgot. I remember. I remember when you when I DM'd you. You said, 
the wife is gonna give back yeah. to you. I said, okay, done yeah. deal, done deal, that's, done deal. That's, yeah, that's yeah. real talk, and yeah. and I think that's part of our success. Like she, I know what she's good at. She knows what I'm good at. Yeah, like I, I will ride around DC all day, mm-hmm. Maryland, and find yeah. these houses, send them to her and our partner, mm-hmm. let them do their thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. while I'm doing other stuff, yeah. And now that I'm retired, it seems like we busier. Yeah, but it's, it, but it's it's fine because we still have time to go out. We do yeah. events. We still hang out together. Do yeah. movies and the kids are older, mm-hmm. so we don't have to worry about them. Brittany has her own place. Jason is in Baltimore. Little yeah. Jamie's in and out, you know. But the kids are older, mm. so we don't have to worry about taking time to spend with kids. They're not little kids. Yeah. They're older. They hang out with us at the clubs and events and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. we still make time for family as yeah. well as our businesses. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Listen, <clears throat> I got like a couple questions before I let you mm-hmm. guys go. Um, Hip Hop 50, right? Hip Hop turns 50 in August 11 this mm-hmm. year. And uh, um, I'm curious to know, um, Jamie, I'm going to start with, with you on this one. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Your last day on earth. It's your last on earth. Hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. Last on earth. You could only listen to five songs. This is your last on earth. Maybe three to five songs. What you going with? Oh, Jay-Z. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, I mean, anybody know me. Yeah. Jay-Z forever. Okay. Um, you want the songs? Yeah, I was about to say, oh, any, 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 any. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad you ain't called on me. <laughs> Give us something. Give us something. You know what I mean? Give give us something. We talking about uh, the black album. What we talking? I mean, he got a hundred albums, but oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of Say Hello. Okay. Cause I feel like, you know, that's me, the bad guy. Yeah. Came from the bottom, now I'm mad fly. Yeah. You know, that's the picture they paint. Hey. I used to walk into my birthdays off that for years. Wow. Over whenever it came out. Yeah. Um shit, Jay-Z. Reasonable Doubt album. Ooh. I mean, the producer was, is he spelling that when he's can nodding I live? over there? Can I live? <laughs> can I live? It? Can I live? Yes, theme. sir. Yeah. Yes, and sir. I, and I'm, he's on this, but I, I used to love this song when I went through some stuff at, at the job. Scarface, Guess Who's Back? Mm, yeah. You know, he's on that, but. He was on that, yeah. yeah. How it started off. Yeah. Guess Who's Back? Yeah. Came from it all, out of stain on my yeah. I went through some real shit at on the police department yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah. Hating. Mm. Jealousy shit. Mm. And they 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 put a bone out out on me that I was fucked up, doing yeah. fucked up shit. And I was like, what? Yeah. And at the end of the day, it was bullshit, like I said. Yeah. And that song was out. Yeah. And I was blasting it. Yeah. That very beginning. Mm. So that one always resonates with that. That's so key that you touched on that because I wondered if that was why you left the force. Well, I would say 25 was the goal. Okay. But it was a, a, a absolute goal because of a lot of that. Mm-hmm. That was 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a rough, I guess it lasted five months, the mm. bullshit I went through. Yeah. And it was so easy to fix mm. if somebody said something. But yeah. they just like, oh, we got them. Got a dirty cop. Yeah. And they tried. And it was yeah. like, what are you trying to, like, yeah. why didn't you just ask me? I would have told you yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But it was bullshit. How, how do you feel about the relationship between black folk and, and cops? Oh, man. It's, I think, I think law enforcement is in trouble. And I, I've said it years ago when I saw how they switched the hiring process. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't knock college, but that wasn't, that wasn't, 
small move to make you have 60 credits just to be the police. Yeah. You need homegrown people from the community with yeah. common sense and ain't scared. Mm. And that was when I applied in 96. You know, I didn't want to be the police growing up, but I wasn't scared. Yeah. And and I was working, you know, the building with her. And that was at DEA. Yeah. So we was around agents and retired police every day. And all I'm like, why don't you join the police? But I'm like, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah. They was like, it's a career. Do your time. Retire. Da, da, da. I was like, yeah, that sounds good. So I did it. Yeah. And I could I could walk in the hood and mm. my man, because they know me because I'm yeah. I'm around. I was I was popular all my life, so I could relate to what was happening. I wasn't scared. I wasn't gonna pull my gun out as soon as you say, man, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? So with they hiring now, I feel like they they scared. They're not from here. They yeah. Well, what do you think is the origin of that that kind of animosity that black folk have towards cops? Where do you think that come? How can we at least begin the process of fixing that, if possible? I mean, I just think it's cops and robbers, man. You, mm. you know you're doing wrong. You ain't gonna like a police officer. Okay. My thing was. I never let that job define me. Mm. I was always Jamie, okay. but I'm a police officer. Wow. I throw parties. I buy houses. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So you never put me in that box of this police ass dude. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Even even when I was off duty, seeing the youngest from around the way, they were like this, damn, that's the police. I'm like, yeah, I dress just like you. Yeah. I, I drive Benzes and shit just like you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I ain't scared. Like I'm in the same place as you at. Yeah. And, and I just never had no problems. Yeah. How you think you could throw the biggest parties around? Yeah. And use the police. Yeah. I did homicide. Wow. I was a jump out. Yeah. In 2001. Wow. 22 years ago, I was chasing everybody around every bad neighborhood in DC. And then was throwing the biggest parties, and half of them was there, <laughs> giving me fives and shit. <laughs> That's why I said you talking about how we do. It. I don't even know. Yeah. Cause they used to be like, like I literally, she'll tell you, I would have a murder working, and then I would be on a plane in Vegas, throwing a party in Vegas, hanging with Floyd and whoever else, and then come right back and get right back and close the case. They'd be and like, you travel with me when I had business yeah. Um, yeah. ventures I had to go to, like traveling. Yeah. You would go with me to that too. Yeah. <laughs> I told my son, I said. She got to be on stage. We got to get an award. Yeah. She, will be she, right she getting there. inducted into the Millionaire Club. Like, yeah. I'm gone. They be like, where have you been? Okay. They be like, how the hell you do this shit? Yeah. All right. Two questions. I'll let you go. Um, <laughs> Arena, what's on your playlist right now? Arena's playlist. Oh, yeah. what, what, you, what, you, what you bumping right now? Oh, sure. I listen to what the youngins listen to. <laughs> Wait a Lil minute. Lil Uzi. Wait a minute. <laughs> People you would never think, look, <laughs> yes, I'm listening to Quavo, okay. Lil Uzi. Uh, <laughs> yes. I was born and raised in D.C., but I like the music. I mean, I can yeah. listen to everything, Yeah. but on my playlist, I'm listening to, like I said, yeah. Uzi and Quavo and yeah. Drake. And I give you my Drake. last two. Yeah, yeah, give me, give me your last two. They relate with her, too. Okay. On the Run, too. Okay. That's our song. Yeah. Oh, y'all got a song. That's so cute. Oh, yeah, they that's got a song. We do. So we do karaoke. We oh, sing that. Oh, that is so time. cute. And yeah. 03 Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing. <laughs> what What was your first first introduction to hip hop? Maybe like first hip hop concert you went to or album that you got? Do you remember? In the 80s, Sugar Hill. Wow. Sugar Hill. Curtis Blow. <laughs> I had those records. I had rap. I used to play records. Yeah. Yeah, shit. My father wow. had all the records. My wow. father is just like me. He was yeah. throwing house parties. Yes. 
I was in elementary school. Yeah. He used to blast. He still blasts music. I blast. They are the same. Oh, man. This is my blood. That's amazing. (laughs) Listen, I could talk to you guys forever, but I I want you to close with this. You guys have lived a life, and you've done so much. Um, But a lot of times people see the glory. They don't know the story, right? They see the the glitz and the glamour, like the flashy stuff and all of that. I want you to speak, and if you can remember, a time that you can say was one of your lowest in life and how you were able to bounce back from that, maybe individually um, and even as a couple. I think for me, my lowest point where I know what I did to be here was when I found out Jason couldn't see. Mm. I was 2000. Yeah. Like... Hearing that news, yeah, two months after he was born, like yeah. for no reason, like what you just say? Yeah, he said, like, "Yeah, your son is gonna be blind." I was like, "Nah," and then they rushed him into a surgery and tried to fix his retina. Yeah, and it was unsuccessful. So I said, "All right, do the other one." Yeah. He's like, "Nah, it's too late." Yeah, and I just like shut down for about wow. two weeks. I would say that, too, um, just thinking right now, because I'm yeah. sure I have other things, but just yeah. to say that he brought it up, I would say that, too, um, yeah. because I would say, too, I, I was the one that carried him for nine months, so I'm like, well, what did I do wrong? Mm. You know, I thought I ate everything right, yeah. healthy, you know, I didn't exercise, but I was young, you know, I was, you know, fit, not fit, but I, I stayed on the move, so it wasn't like I was having any problems. Yeah. I wasn't unhealthy. I wasn't having any problems during the time I was pregnant. So we were just, like, thrown off guard, like, how did this happen? Mm. Um, but like I said, Jason's so smart. You yeah. know, I was able to learn Braille. Mm. People don't know I know how to read Braille. Yeah. I had to teach Jason, you know, when he was home after yeah. school, he would come home, and I had to help him with his homework. Mm. But I know how to read Braille. So we, you know, Jason can do everything. Yeah. You know, he's cooking now. and. Yeah. Takes his own showers and yeah. loves music. He played the keyboard when he was younger. Yeah. Um, he's met a lot of celebrities in yeah. life. Um, very popular. Runs his own social media page. Um, but yeah, I think that was actually one of the lowest times mm. in my life as well. Mm. Mm. We got one more incident. Oh, when you you'll see it. You'll see it on the second half. Mm-hmm. They brought it. They, they got it out of me. But we were in a bad car accident. The whole family. Man, I talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, you know, I mean, we've been through so much shit. You yeah. got to imagine. You need to write a book. Shit yeah. like that. So it's like, that stuff, you just thug it out. And yeah. AC go out. Then next week, this go out. And it's like, how am I going to deal with this? And you figure it out. Yeah. So none of that stuff really, is, you know, but the accident and then Jason. Wow. How did you guys get through? Like, I, I, I'm sure. How did you? Because you say you shut down for like two weeks. Did you have a process of like bouncing back from that? I mean, this was 2000. I was on. The, I just, I just called my sergeant when I found out. I just cried. Wow. Wow. And I, she said, "Come back when you're ready." And I, I stayed out for a couple of weeks, and then I was, I had to get back to work. And then we had to learn what we had to learn. We had to teach them how to walk, crawl, use the bathroom. Everything yeah. that come with, with and then, I mean, she's the real MVP because I was doing, and, and I caught hell on the reunion yeah. when she brought up, I wasn't around for this and this and this. Yeah. I wasn't saying, 
I was in court every yeah. single day yeah. for 20 years, yeah. testifying. Yeah. So I could I missed a lot of those meetings and a lot of stuff that he had she had to do for Jason. Yeah. But when I when I had to, when I could be there, I I was there. Yeah. So, you know, that's what that was, that little exchange. But yeah. I didn't like the fact she brought that up. But. Yeah, Jason was in like an infant and toddler program when yeah. he was probably like three years old. Because yeah. he had to learn, you know, mobility um, skills. And so I was working a nine to five at the time, but yeah. I had to take like half a days because I had to take him to the program where he had to, you know, learn mobility skills. Yeah. So it was a process. Um but it paid off. Jason is a, is a smart young man. Yeah. And he's doing really great. Yeah. Um, so whatever we did together yeah. and as a family, my yeah. mom's support, you know, his family's support, all yeah. coming together to help, you know, Jason um, is paid off. He's doing a, he's really, he's doing a great yeah. job now. Yeah. When they it's say it take a village, it does that's, take a, a, really that's the real station yeah. for, yeah. Yeah. for this house, this yeah. household. What y'all got coming up? Oh, the movie that we were speaking of, so the Tanessa Welch story. Yeah. Late first lady at BMI. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a couple cameos in that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I play a detective. That's dope. Oh man. This is from someone who said he's not an actor. Like right. look at where you are now. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, man, listen, I could talk to you guys forever, man. Um, just wanna say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I like I said, <clears throat> it meant so much to me sitting with you, having you on here and just Gleaning, learning from you. Um, so thank you guys so much for coming on. And you guys know what to do. You know, subscribe, stay locked in. We are going to see you next in my high vibrations only. Thank Bye -bye. you. Thank you for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us.